What's happening, Blurs Timers? It's me. Uh, been gone for a while. Uh, there's a reason for that. Um, I did have two episodes recorded, uh, geez, probably two months ago, uh, if I had a guess. Um, but uh, I was already behind on getting, uh, getting these edited and out there. And uh, then the murder of George Floyd happened. Uh, and then um, a large amount of protests around the country uh, and around the world, actually, uh, erupted and and that has you know really started or rather restarted uh, the Black Lives uh, movement uh, you know large scale um, and you know talk about uh, you know criminal justice and civil rights and everything is is coming to the forefront again uh, in the midst of a pandemic um, and so I you know was going to protests and and doing all of that and it just didn't seem right uh, to you know self-promote a Simpsons podcast in the midst of everything and all of that is still happening now um, but I do have two good fun episodes recorded and you know hey I don't know you gotta fall asleep listening to something right uh, you can't you can't be doing like real life meaningful shit all the time you gotta take a break so I have this, you know, I have content, might as well put it out. Uh, this is a great episode. I have a fantastic guest, Laura Sanders. She's a comedian um, here in New Orleans. Um, she's also a graphic designer, very talented person. Uh, and we had a great conversation about a couple of episodes. Uh, it has been so long, I can't remember what the episodes are right now while I'm recording this, uh, but they are revealed in the actual podcast episode. Man, things have been fucking crazy, right? It's insane. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess a little bit of Simpsons news, uh, that's related to everything going on, um, Simpsons announced that all the characters that are uh, black uh, or not white, they said, but it's weird to say not white because all of the characters are not white except for Wendell. Uh, <laughs> they're all yellow uh, or brown. Uh, but uh, the point is that any character that is not typically considered white, uh, so a character of color, I guess, um, is not going to be played by a white person anymore. Uh, and I'm fine with that. I honestly don't give a shit. I think it's good. I mean, I know the grand scheme of this whole movement that's happening right now is for actual real structural change, uh, you know, actual change to, you know, the way police departments are funded, uh, perhaps even abolishing police departments altogether, um, you know, justice for the families and victims of police brutality, um, you know, cutting out actual racist uh, things like, you know, the way uh, housing and pay inequality and all this kind of stuff. Those are the things that this movement uh, and, and, and everyone, uh, it, it, that's what we're fighting for. Um, but, you know, if Dr. Hibbert is going to be voiced by an actual black person now, that's great and good and probably should have been happening all along. But it's also like... It's not really what everybody's fighting for right now, um, and and I've seen a lot of takes uh, from people who don't look like me, uh, who have a lot better uh, you know opinions, <laughs> um, saying just the same thing. I, I don't know. Me personally, I think it's fine. Like, first of all, maybe The Simpsons should have ended forever ago, you know. <laughs> uh, but I, I think it's fine. I mean, so what? Who gives a shit? Who does the voice? Right? Like. Does it sound basically like Dr. Hibbert? Great. Does it sound basically like Carl? Great. 
you know, like that's all that matters. I mean, think of all the voices on longer running things. I mean, look at Kermit the Frog, right? Jim Henson is not voicing Kermit the Frog anymore. No one is bothered by that, right? Like no one is like, well, it's not Jim. So, you know, like who gives a fuck who's voicing the character like, and yeah, I know some people would say, well, if you're saying who gives a shit, then why does it matter that it's a white person voicing a black person? Gotcha. I don't, man, fuck you, first of all. But like, you got to realize that like the entertainment industry like was built <laughs> to not give people of color, non-white people, non-straight people, uh, non-cis people actual roles or any meaningful jobs in the entertainment industry. And so that means that while some characters are represented, they're often represented poorly. They're background actors. They're not main characters, uh, you know, or or in the cases of, of most cartoons, um, animated series, it's a black or Asian or, you know, uh, Hispanic character being voiced by a white person when you could have just had a person who represents that character in there. And I know like, you know, there's no, I mean, the Simpsons, there's no like real struggle from characters and like, you know, you really need this life experience for, you know, this joke or whatever. But I mean, you know, black people should get the same types of jobs that white people get. And, a great way to do that is when you have a black animated character, get it voiced by a black person. It's not hard. It's very easy. Um, I don't know. Because, I mean, it's just, it, it just doesn't make sense. And if you, like, are mad that, like, you know, someone else is going to voice Apu or somebody else is going to do Bumblebee Man, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. If you are mad about changes to The Simpsons in season 32... Then, buddy, you got bigger problems. <laughs> you got something. I don't know, man. I don't know what else to say about that. Like, if you truly give a shit so much that you're mad about a change that was made in season 32 of an animated TV series, um, a change that, by all means, gives uh, more people a chance to uh, get into Hollywood uh, in show business, if you're mad about that, then you're just a fucking asshole, you know? Uh, it's it's just, just straight to the point. I don't know, man. Like, it seems like the people who are mad about The Simpsons making that change, and Family Guy as well, um, are the same people that are like, The Simpsons are still on? I haven't watched them since season 8. And it's like, well, then why do you give a fuck what they're doing, doing in season 32? You know, go... I don't know. I don't know what people who complain about that stuff actually do. Uh, man, people just fucking hate fun. Like, we're at a time right now where every time you open, like, your phone or your laptop or even a physical news item paper magazine, like, it's hell. You get punched in the fucking face every time you look to see what's going on in the world. And every time you do, like, while you're reading that article about, like, how, like, Trump has decided to, like, throw, you know, everyone with a uh, last name that starts with uh, K uh, into an abyss. While you're reading that article, you get a notification saying, oh, by the way, uh, the North Pole is on fire. 
Like it just it's constantly bad shit happening all of the time and you can't even fully digest the one bad thing that you're trying to learn about. You can't fully digest that because you're getting bombarded with notifications about other bad shit happening at the same time. So if you can't fucking enjoy something, right? Like just try to enjoy something. Every little tiny thing, like stop whining about shit that doesn't truly matter. Like, oh, they, they're going to change who voices that. I guarantee you, if they didn't say anything, most people would never fucking know that the voice actors change. Most people would either, if they still watch the show at all, probably wouldn't notice right away. And if they don't watch the show regularly anymore at all, they just wouldn't know because they don't watch the show. Like, that's the thing. Like, you don't, it's just fucking outrage for outrage's sake. You know, oh, God forbid we give black people more jobs. You know, like, ooh, damn, that sucks. You know, please don't edit that out of context. That was tr- purely sarcasm. Obviously, I think it's good. I don't know. This is, ugh, man, I don't know. The point is, how are you guys doing? You wearing your mask? Wear your fucking mask, too. While I'm getting angry now, <laughs> you wear your goddamn mask. Oh, man. You know what I love about wearing the mask is that I can go to the store and uh, two things. One, if I see someone I don't want to talk to, they don't come and talk to me because they don't recognize me. I haven't gotten a haircut since December and uh, I don't. And I'm wearing a mask. They don't fucking know who I am anymore. I could have a third family. And no one would know because I just I don't look like me with a mask on, you know, and the other good thing is, is that I like to talk to myself. I'm doing it right now. I love to talk to myself when I'm in the grocery store. And what's great is now I don't have to do this weird ventriloquist thing where I keep my mouth kind of open. I just kind of use, you know, put my tongue off against my, my teeth to say a B like I don't have to do that anymore. I can just talk freely by myself quietly. And it's amazing. And no one thinks I'm crazy or they actually think I'm crazy because they can still hear me and I'm acting like they can't hear me, which actually did happen to me at the grocery store yesterday. I went there the other day and uh, yesterday, I think, and um, I was standing in line and I was like at the end of the conveyor belt thing, loading stuff into my cart while the cashier was finishing up, ringing things up. And the guy who was behind me, he was keeping his six feet behind me. They got the little stickers on the floor and everything. He was keeping his distance. And then I guess because he saw me move to the end of the conveyor belt and like around the corner of the conveyor belt to load stuff in my cart. I guess maybe he thought I was done. I don't know. But he like got up by like the credit card machine where I was just about have, having to go to go pay. I hadn't paid yet. And she hadn't even told me the total yet. Like I was putting the items in my cart. And uh, and I like out loud, I was like, this motherfucker is in my way. He's right where I got to fucking be, dude. This dude is in my way. Just talking like kind of to my oh, to myself, but because I had the mask on, I'm like thinking no one can hear me. And the guy just like kind of looked in my direction and backed up his cart. So, you know, wearing a mask fucking rolls. It gives you a little self-confidence. If you're the type of person who feels confident where you can like say stuff like on Twitter uh, because no one's there to see you, wearing a, wear the fucking mask. You can be, I don't know, man. Getting on a weird tangent here, and I'm derailing this really good episode, actually. This is a really good episode. Um, The podcast episode is really good. The Simpsons episodes are obviously good. But this is, I don't know, it's a good one. Laura is a great guest. Uh, We have a really good conversation. Uh, Some good riffs in there. Um, The classic episode she chose was uh, the Tamako episode, which is fantastic. 
Um, so yeah, go ahead and give it a listen. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter and all that stuff at Blurst underscore of times. You can also go to Blurst.mo to get links to, to subscribe. Let's say, you know, hey, you're listening on Spotify and you're like, shit, I need the iTunes link because uh, I got a new phone or whatever. I don't know. It's there. I'm probably going to put other stuff there at some point. I'm going to start doing... Um, little mini episodes, uh, kind of like these in this intro. Um, but I'm going to do, I'm going to start doing the Tracy Ullman shorts, by the way, I'm going to start doing those by myself. I'm going to start watching those and talking about those. Um, and probably the Maggie shorts that are on Disney plus, um, I'll probably, I'll do those just to, you know, cause it's harder to get guests right now. Cause people are, you know, all over the place and things are weird right now and people are trying to find jobs and stuff. So, uh, you know, um, uh, just so I don't have to try to, you know, book people all the time on the show. Uh, I'm going to intersplice with some short, maybe like 15, 20 minute episodes uh, where I talk about the shorts. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'll talk about some other stuff, you know, maybe I'll get somebody to do the movie or something. I don't know. This will be fun. I, I have a lot of ideas of what I want to do. Uh, and uh, this long intro was not one of them. Uh, I just wanted to provide context that this episode was recorded like two months ago, um, and I've been trying to put it out for about three weeks, uh, but uh, yeah, so it if it sounds like this episode is like, wow, these two white people are having this really happy-go-lucky conversation while, uh, you know, people are literally being beaten by cops in the streets right now, um, and note that this was before that was so widespread. Uh, it was obviously still happening, because uh, it always has been. Anyway, I digress. I'm going to get on another tangent. Uh, I've probably, a lot of you have tuned out already, uh, and that's fine. Look, uh, I, you know what, at the beginning, I should have, you know what, I'll go back to the beginning and say, if you don't want to listen to me, just skip to 14 minutes and 10 seconds. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this is a very good episode. I swear I won't talk this much before the next one. I love you guys. Keep listening. Bye. Are you there? Yeah, one second. Wait, I'm switching okay. my internet. Because it's obviously already being a pain in the ass. <laughs> I'm going to try to do a hotspot on my phone and be a better podcast participant. <laughs> it's good internet. Okay. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. It was the best... It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. It was the best. You stupid monkey. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. Welcome to the blurst of times, Jeffrey Gaucher. My guest today is Laura Sanders. How are you? I am doing great. I just watched two episodes of The Simpsons. So yeah, how much better I'm, I'm a happy lady. Be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Laura is a uh, comedian and uh, graphic designer. You you do a lot of you have a lot of creative endeavors. Uh, what did, uh, you have an album out as well. Oh God, uh, please like me. Uh, I think was that the first time anyone actually got the full title of your album? Right. I feel like every time somebody would I you truly up at a just show, felt they so would get it wrong every time. <laughs> I just pictured, yeah, I feel like every time they'll be like, please, like, God, I don't know. <laughs> and it's so dumb to be very self-important about, like, a right. self-recorded album to be like, yeah, actually, my 2016 <laughs> album is called this, sir. So I just, I was like, really, 
I was so impressed just now that you nailed the title. Well, I'm a very, uh, I, I'm, I'm not really a perfectionist, but like names of things like have always been something that I'm like very, like if I go to Taco Bell uh, and I like, I will order a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I will say the full name. The whole time. <laughs> I won't just say like a Baja Blast or even a Baja. It's like the full on all the five Dew. words or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Baja Blast. I love that that is, I pictured you just being like, you know, respecting, like you run an open mic. So I picture you being like right. really respecting people by getting their names no, right. And you're I like, respect <laughs> overly caffeinated sodas. That's. You're like, I really want to make sure I get the Baja, the Mountain Dew yeah. Baja Blast name right. Because, you know, I want, I want Mr. Dew to, you know, uh, <laughs> feel respected. Not anyone at those damn open mics, though. No. <laughs> no, who cares? I hope they leave. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, you you co-host uh, a fantastic open mic, Bear With Me, over a 12-mile limit, which I do. actually just had uh, Cole Newton on uh, on the last episode. So, Oh, uh, yay. Yeah. I, I look forward to listening to that. He's great. Yeah, it's, uh, it'll be coming out Tuesday, so it's not even out yet. So this is, oh like, gosh. way in the future right now. Yeah. This is, oh, wow. We are yeah. <laughs> really traveling time. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yes, I do. Uh, I host that open mic and I, I love it and I miss it right now. And it's so, yeah. but hope maybe if this is very far in the future, I won't, who knows? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, you, uh, the, wait, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you guys are doing like a, a virtual version. This Monday. Of like a variety show. Okay. Yes, so it'll be, it'll yeah, be, so uh, we get this will be out connection. already, but. Yes. But I hope whoever's listening also enjoyed yeah. that. I hope it goes well. <laughs> You might do one again in the future if it goes well. I yeah. Imagine, so, so yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, just in case there's also one tonight, if that ends oh, up nice. being accurate on the day you release that, I'll be so excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So bear with me. I mean, that's an open mic that's been part of the New Orleans comedy scene for a long time. You are, mm -hmm. uh, I guess the, the third, uh, generation host, I guess. Yes. I think I'm Depending the on how third. You look at it. Yeah, I'm like a like because it was uh, Molly, Ariel, and Julie, and then, and then when only Julie was left, I was her co-host. So I feel like I'm like yes. fourth host, second and a half gener. It's very confusing, but I'm just yeah, very grateful is. that I was yeah. part of it. Because now and I now guess it, I'm on to a new generation. There was Kate, and then now Lauren. So, right, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, guess could, I guess maybe second generation. I guess is maybe how yeah. it work. Yeah. Again, a weird thing if I was like very pretentious about it. I was like, please get my Actually. lineage. <laughs> I like, uh, I, I'm so bad even at like, I love the open mic, but I'm bad at like knowing anniversaries and stuff. So the mm -hmm. only time that we know when it is, is Jeff McCormick the week before. It's like, and remember yes. next year is the sixth year anniversary. And I'm like, oh, yeah. what? Cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Actually, I guess this week would have been uh, the third anniversary of me and Ted's open mic, Crescent Fresh. Oh, man. Would been, yeah. Would have been three years this week. You had really bad crazy. anniversary luck with this pandemic because it was like rip they off have... five years. <laughs> yeah. Like... Well, it's because like it, what happened was I started rip off show six months into doing comedy, uh, which was March of 20. 2015 yeah 2015 i think yeah and uh and then so a year later i was like i want to start another show so then i started uh, uh wait what and then i was like i want to start another one a year <laughs> later so they're all like almost immediately a year after each other oh so, so all like of their anniversaries March, are bad yeah, yeah they're just <laughs> all at one time. time yeah 
which that normally is... is fun. I get to celebrate all the things that I make yes. uh, with other people, but now it's just a depressing reminder of, oh yeah, <laughs> I can't do that thing I love to do anymore. And Facebook is like, you really talk about having so much fun of this stuff. All the, like, <laughs> I know Facebook has been reminding me lately of all like the tours I went on with friends. It's because yeah. I usually do them in the spring and it's like, remember when you were traveling and performing in front of live audiences mm -hmm. with this good friend? And I'm like, damn. I know. <laughs> That's, but. It's, how has uh, quarantining been uh, for you? I can't complain. It's been like ups and downs, of course. Like there's been yeah. times where I felt like cuckoo crazy, but I feel like I am very, like it, I talked to my family in Ohio last night. It froze overnight there. Like it was oh, wow. freeze. It was below 30 yeah. degrees. It was freezing I mean, it's, temperatures. It's like 64 degrees in New Orleans right now, which is, that's cold which, for me. Yeah, I right. made like a cozy, hearty breakfast for my yeah. house. Because I was like, ooh, it's chilly outside. I know. I know. I'm like, like, I'm like, I'm going to wear a hoodie and light yes. a fire in the fire pit tonight. And it's like yes. 65 degrees. <laughs> Yeah, it's like their like wonderful springtime here and we're like, oh, but yeah, so I feel like the weather being beautiful and everything else, I have been managed to sun, I've been sunburning myself in stupid ways accidentally a bunch, but other than that, I've been pretty, you know, happy and healthy. Yeah. You're yeah, because right I actually in. like my roommates, which is so helpful. Yeah, well, you've got it. You've got a good set of roommates, so it's... yes. So if I, I, because I can't imagine. I know I have some friends that like don't know their roommates really well because they're like we mm -hmm. don't never interact, and I'm like, boy, you are just suddenly on a reality You're show. Learn like, real fast. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like <laughs> that's... They... Yeah, that like I'm lucky. Like I'm now. quarantining with my wife. Like you yeah, know, you like her. Who, yeah, we have <laughs> made that decision to be with recently each other too. And, yeah, so very. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's still uh, good. It's still fresh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is good. You know, it's a good. Uh, you know, uh, uh, throwing to the lions or the wolves. I don't know what's the expression. <laughs> Feet to the fire. One of those. <laughs> I have no idea which expression you're talking about. Um, I don't know. Raised by wolves? I'm not really sure. Yeah, no, one. yeah. By, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Throw, Newly married throw, couples were raised by wolves. I, that common expression. I think I think throw them to the lions is, is one. I think. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You can uh, throw someone. It's like a emperor. Like the, the Christian. Yeah. yeah. The, the, I just did a thumbs yeah. up, thumbs down thing for those listening I'm, and not watching me on Zoom. <laughs> well, what's great is I <laughs> nodded in like, yes. yeah, like that with no verbal agreement. So we're really better. doing side <laughs> sign language this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so what do you uh so what do you do to keep busy uh during these um times? we have the uh cyber nanza this monday so mm -hmm. that that's been fun as far as like it's been like a mix of everything i do digitally i get very excited for and then i have a long period of dread and being sad that i committed to it and then right mm -hmm. before it i get really excited again so i'm yeah. back in the excited phase of that now but i certainly had a time where i was like why do i agree to anything <laughs> so I've been doing that. I've been doing like a lots of uh, board games, both with my roommates and my family online. We've been doing Seven Wonders is our new one. So that's I've been like good that. and nerdy. It's like, it seems very complicated at first. It was the first time one of the participants, I won't say who to protect the anonymity of my household, <laughs> but one of them was so drunk and high that it was like trying to teach a complicated board game to just like a caterpillar you found. <laughs> like, and so... That was hard, but it's been it's been mostly fun. And then I've still been uh, working from home some too, so I feel so like good. 
yes, both complaining and extremely lucky for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the same. Because you're, you're like, keeping your schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working, you know, my same job, which, God, I mean, I got You that just job. started, didn't you? I yeah. just started. I started it February 17th was my oh first my day. And then March 13th was the first day that they were like, work from home. This might be a problem. And yeah. Because also so February 17th is like. And like Mardi Gras was like exactly. still happening. Mardi Gras was so it's a week not, not a later. real month. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a weird start. Like that's a thing. Like I'll be on these Zoom. It's kind of nice having the Zoom uh, meetings with the whole team because their names are under their pictures. And oh, I yeah. actually am learning who everyone is. Because like in the office, it's like you got to meet somebody and then you kind of like you forget who is who. You oh, forget their the last worst. name and stuff. And if there's people with the same first names, like you're like, are you, you know, Sally F or Sally G, you know? Know, and it's just whole thing. and they like have all known each other for years so like exactly. you're the only and then you're one new person so they're like yeah, yeah so it's so much this. easier for them to remember exactly yeah. yes i so i remember my first nice. yeah my very first nine to five job i like found everyone's bio on the website because it was at ohio state so they had like little photos and bios oh, and smart. i like printed it out and i like wrote and i like kept it in my drawer at my desk so i could like peek at it and be like oh kelly <laughs> And I, I was like, what an uptight little 22 year old I was. <laughs> I was like, I just really got to nail names and faces that it's like, it's nice having this. Oh, uh, the cheat sheet is yeah. great. I mean, I honestly don't know what half of them do. Like, I don't know what their position yeah. is. Or what they look like from the shoulders down. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay, I guess. Like, yeah, I that's probably, you know, for a professional work atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. That would be like a 60s style boss on Zoom being like, I want to see all of it. <laughs> yeah, I need full length mirrors and everything. Yes. <laughs> I want to see your whole body on Zoom. As a new employee, that would be a creepy, creepy power move to be like, could everyone back up so I could see all of you? <laughs> yeah, I just got to see what y'all look like head to toe. I, I'm bad with faces, great with knees. So I need you to just back up. Exactly. I just really want to be respectful. Listen, I'm like a Mountain Dew Baja Blast kind of respect level guy. I gotta see everything. I just realized I am wearing a Taco Bell t-shirt. That's. uh... Are you sponsored by them or are you just trying to be? I need to be. Yeah, I feel like if anyone was going to, it probably would be Taco Bell. And they would just pay you in tacos even. They wouldn't like give you money. They would just. I would would be completely fine with that. I mean, what, you get a couple of free meals a week? Like, Okay. And we're not getting our drink tickets as comedians anymore. Exactly. These days, so yeah. we need something. <laughs> I should like Venmo everyone on the podcast like a dollar. Uh, yes. So can, you know, just a, hey, this is your drink ticket. You know, grab yeah, yourself something out ticket. of the fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is enough to tip your fridge. <laughs> you should you should email a uh, little JPEG uh, of um, drink tickets to everyone oh, on could. the Bonanza. <laughs> yes. Oh my <laughs> just god! Go get it. Just go get it. Just go get it yourself. But <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, everyone can get free drink out of their fridge. <laughs> Thank yes. you for being part of the show. <laughs> I'm literally writing down Bernanza drink ticket on a yellow legal pad. So it feels very like mm. I'm at work. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Where I'm like, Oh, I got to remember that. I'm going to shoot that up the flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> to somebody who you recognize from head to toe from. Yes. Uh, stand from my back. boss who I recognize from head to toe. Uh, head to toe so, is the creepiest way to say it that. is yeah <laughs> it's very innocent sounding but then you're like there's a lot of stuff there's, between yeah. heads and toes. 
<laughs> just and like that's like i'm i want to see those ankles too like that's yes getting real super creepy yeah 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 for sure okay um, writing down head to toe also <laughs> just to oh, remember man. it so, so the the episode you uh you chose to discuss is uh from season 11 a little bit later than most mm-hmm. of the classic episodes but i think probably is one of the most classic episodes i think uh Episode five of season eleven, E I E I Annoyed Grunt, uh the Tamako episode, which is Yes. This is one of the I guess because it's later, but it is one that I honestly remember as a kid watching it on TV for the first time for some reason. Yeah. I feel like I I like remembered being so floored by this when I was younger, and I haven't watched it in years, and I like I didn't realize that so many bits from it were like, when I think of a funny Simpsons thing, they're all from right. the same episode. So yeah. I just, and I was so surprised it was season 11. Cause I just really I was like, Oh, I thought it would have been an earlier one. Cause it's like, yeah, it was such a, it's like such a classic uh-huh. one. And like, and it has like that classic Simpsons like vibe to it. It doesn't feel like a later one at no. all. And so I always just assume, but yeah, November, 1999, it came out. I was a freshman in high school. Oh, wow. I was in, in 99, I was in eighth grade. So that also, that was like my prime Simpsons watching time. Mm, Like when I was in eighth grade, because when I was in fourth grade, I wasn't allowed to watch the Simpsons. Like I had a specific, my parents liked it, but they were like, there was just like too much adult stuff. I didn't want to have to like explain. So we had like a no Simpsons house. So I think that's part of the reason I love it so much is because it was something that I wasn't allowed that, and I like, like snuck it at fruit. my friend's house. Yeah. And I was such mm-hmm. a good kid otherwise, but like, that was like, my yeah. big, like, Ooh, I watched the Simpsons, but I think eighth grade is when we like all watched it together as a family where they're like, okay, this is yeah. fine. <laughs> and yeah. So good. When we did. I think we kind of always did. Beavis and Butthead was the one that like, we weren't really allowed to watch and I would see yeah. at friends houses and stuff, which I mean, looking back, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, yes. by today's like, standards, like, it's nothing. But, like, yeah, in, like, no. you know, the mid-90s, like, yeah, that was, you know, some uh, ridiculous yeah, stuff that, in there. Yeah. That was when you could, like, control your children's media intake at all. Yeah, because <laughs> like, there was, like, like, one television. Parents were like, I'll say no <laughs> yeah. to this. Yes. Yeah. Where or now it's like, like, oh, please, God, just don't have a stranger meet you from the internet. Right. <laughs> like I know. Wow. I never really thought about that. It's like, yeah, because not only is there, like, they probably have a TV in their own room, but, like, there's a computer, a phone, an iPad. Yeah. Like, who knows what else. Or even, like, and, like, their friends' phones. Like, they could yeah, really. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They could watch all the Beavis and Butthead they wanted. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Just go to a library and <laughs> yes, but yeah, I remember like loving yes, <laughs> loving this one then, and I'm so happy because I haven't watched it in years, and it really held up for me. It was like so funny yeah. the whole way through. Yeah, I, I had to tell. Like, I mean, <laughs> exactly. Show, it really was like right off the <laughs> right off the bat, like um, when they're at the movies and they have the Buzz Cola commercial. Uh, yes. it's like like the war movie like very <laughs> gruesome thing the guy gets killed and he just grabs a can of buzz cola and takes a sip out of it like oh it's, my god it's very it's very like similar to today where it's like these extreme uh you know just like i mean just product placement inside of in stuff, like but the also, saddest like, ways <laughs> yeah 
Like I, it I reminded me like so the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial mm-hmm. where she literally like they, exactly they're basically like, like using like Black Lives Matter to sell Pepsi with a yes. not black woman. Like and it was yeah. just truly and she like puts like a flower in the guy's mm-hmm. thing, oh, but instead like hands him a Pepsi. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm just like, wow, The Simpsons really nails satire because like this stuff just happens almost exactly. shot for shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. this is that's, I mean, it's, I think that's what it is, is that, like, because there's so many people that are like, oh, The Simpsons predicted this thing. And it's like, I mean, oh, they yeah. didn't predict it. They just, you know, first of all, after, like, 30 seasons, like, you've pretty much done everything. Like, yeah. Every combination of stuff. But also, like, they're just very good at, like, paying attention to what's already in the world and satirizing that. And then it yeah. just happens to be, like, yeah, eventually it's going to happen, you know. Yeah, like, the world has. typewriter. Yeah, like the world has become a parody of itself. So it makes exactly. sense that. Yeah. Every like, day is an onion headline. Like it might yeah, as well so, be a Simpsons episode. And I feel like, too, it just shows, like, I think in like the historical look at it, it's so crazy. Like, I feel like it reminds me in a more like, but when I go to like an art museum and like see like 60s political pieces, I'm like, oh, same, same problems as now then. Right, and I both yeah. find that like very comforting that I'm like, okay, we're still fighting these like fights. This is not the only time in history this has been mm-hmm. like scary, but then I'm like, oh man, yeah, you could, it is just like a loop. So yeah, like a, a, an episode from 1999, of course, that has something making fun of something from like, you know, exactly. 2017, because it's always that same big tobacco thing, too. Like, yes, still a thing. Like, yes. Like tobacco were the early prototypes of vape pens. For, like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess uh, if, if you haven't seen the episode in a very long time uh, or have never seen it, I don't know why you'd be listening to this extremely <laughs> niche Simpsons podcast, but have not seen the tobacco episode uh i'll read the wikipedia synopsis uh because it's about two sentences long uh inspired by a zorro movie homer begins slapping people with a glove and challenging them to duels however when a real southern gentleman accepts homer's request for a duel the simpsons run off to the old farm homer lived in with his parents and breed a dangerously addictive but successful tobacco tomato hybrid called tobacco uh yeah so that's pretty much that's it uh <laughs> really i mean it doesn't really go much there I th- it's so silly to me like the whole duel thing is just very funny i love when homer takes something uh like he finds this new thing and then we'll just like run with it like and not let it go like how he does with the yes. club and he's just constantly <laughs> slapping everyone and i love that everyone's just like letting him go with it and then like <laughs> This one guy's like, okay, pistols at dawn. Yes. He's like, whoa, wait a minute. I wasn't, it's, you weren't supposed to actually want to duel. Yeah, I wasn't expecting consequences. Like, I found this mm-hmm. way to cheat the system. And right, then, which is classic it, Homer. So it's a perfect example of a doofus man where he, like, does something that's wrong mm-hmm. and disrespectful over and over and over again. And then society catches him and he's like, whoa, whoa, why is anyone mad? <laughs> now i'm the victim here i can't believe someone wants to do the thing that i've been challenging them to do yes someone's uh, like you committed that's just basically every like crime committing man it's been like you Mm -hmm. did this horrible thing and they're like feel bad for me i'm very surprised someone would follow up on this i can't believe yeah why would anyone (laughs) i love uh homer singing uh glove slap uh to the tune of love shack that was good which apparently that song was so actually the b-52s i thought it was I, uh 
a like you know they just got some band to like parody it but it turns out it was the actual b-52s i think that the simpsons reminded me of a very like like wholesome part of me in which whenever there is like a star in a cartoon the -hmm. whole episode i go i hope that's really them (laughs) like i don't even like google it or check i just wait till the credits at the end and i'm just like yeah oh boy it was was. them yeah (laughs) or even the the reverse (laughs) (laughs) like even the reverse of like um when there is like you know in the earlier episodes when they would have like somebody do a celebrity voice but it wasn't actually the celebrity uh that was always exciting because it's like oh was it them and it wasn't yeah uh, or they'd have a celebrity do just like a one-off character like oh wait is that you know yeah, you're like well, who, who does that sound like and then yeah, yeah. oh it's and edward I, norton or whatever <laughs> i i really picture you being a really big edward norton fan as a kid <laughs> it's very <laughs> funny that that was celebrity. the first celebrity i could think of i, I think, think he really has done a voice but... on the simpsons yes but i don't know <laughs> but why I that was the first one like, <laughs> yeah, right he's someone who i'm like wow what a really talented person i never think of edward Norton. yeah i i mean he's extremely <laughs> famous but he's not like i don't know I don't in your face a person about that people yeah people aren't <laughs> yeah it's not i don't know who would be like george clooney i feel like that's like, a very yes, famous like famous hey person. i'm exactly yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like a generic famous man is george clooney who i don't know if he's done a voice on the simpsons but he probably has i feel yeah he has it by now that's kind of let's call him we'll call him we'll get him yeah let's get him (laughs) go ahead and uh i'll get my produce my producer on that uh real quick i stopped talking for a second because it cut from my video to your video on zoom and uh i thought that was like my cue that i wasn't on camera anymore i need to stop talking i don't it was a very weird (laughs) sudden thing i don't (laughs) i'm still getting used to this new uh new way of doing things which is very weird because like i could have been doing this forever i could have been like i mean you live relatively close to me oh yeah uh, i'm like a 10 minute so normally yeah normally you would have been in this room with me doing it uh but it is funny now that I feel like, oh, I can interview somebody in Los Angeles now. And it's like, you could have always done that. Yeah. Like, this technology yeah, yeah. Like, has this always, has always been there. <laughs> yeah. But now I know. Like, I feel well, like now, now I'm like, I'm reconnecting with a lot of friends that like don't live in New Orleans. Like I'm spending mm-hmm. a lot of like good like time talking and catching up with them. And I'm like, wow, you always have had a phone. Like, yeah. Could have not, done this. this. <laughs> they have both have video capabilities too. Yes, they could have like, seen you. I know. I had like drinks with two Chicago friends a couple of days ago and I was like, this is so refreshing. And I'm like, and would have been possible forever. Yeah. But, we could have yeah. just made the time for each other. Yes. It's like, no. But, you know, I mean, at, least, <laughs> at least that's one thing positive out of this is like maybe that will start being a thing, you know, actually yeah, yeah. Uh, communicating with people who you don't see on a regular basis. Yeah, exactly. Like reaching yeah. out to folks and seeing. Yeah. And then there's also some people that I'm like, it's like, the opposite good thing which feels terrible but i'm like i don't have to spend any time on this person that i run into all the time and don't like <laughs> right? yeah. like because that's the thing like with open mics like there's no oh, yeah. like there's few people that like i like truly just despise and do not want to interact with uh yeah like, everybody you know. has their own you know right i think but there's people the worst situation like, is 
yeah, we're both sweeties and we talk forever. I know. And, <laughs> yeah. If someone comes so up to me, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm in this conversation <laughs> for 45 minutes that I don't want to be in, but I can't be like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I can't even just be like, I need something else than to talk to you. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like that's the issue. The mean people aren't a problem because I feel fine being like, I got to go. It's yeah, the, absolutely. The bland, nice people mm-hmm. truly have probably, if someone made like, like a business report of my life, like a big part of the pie chart would be talking to bland, nice people. Absolutely. Same here. It's, I mean, forever. I, I just don't know how to get out of it or even, and not like in a rude way, just be like, okay, well, cool. It was great catching up with you. Yes. Do this or anything. Like I just, I got, I got to go I'm there. Yeah, yeah, I'm just there forever. This is going to be a six-hour podcast episode, probably. Yeah, by the way, like, we're never just... getting out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Oh, that's true. I didn't. I didn't even think about that challenge. <laughs> like, we, yeah, we need to think of an exit strategy now. Uh, I, yes. when we get there. Should you? I know, like, set a timer or yeah, like... just like a hard cut off at like an hour twenty, like maximum. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I feel like that would be like towards the end of this, like seven hours in, we'd be like. Yeah, I guess we could work on writing an episode of The Simpsons together right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just us brainstorming and connecting yarn to push pins on the yeah. board. And... <laughs> it's like, this could have been over forever ago. <laughs> I do have, I have actually, I have a meeting with Lauren Malera at four. So even if it goes way out of control, we'll have a Okay, cutoff. we have I at least, that's... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that it doesn't take two hours and eight minutes to describe another <laughs> I think the Just only... The only one I've recorded that went on incredibly long like that was uh, the episode I recorded for uh, Bart versus Australia. And I did that with oh, a friend of one. mine. It's a great episode. And I did it with my friend Brad, who uh, is from Australia, uh, but currently uh. lives in Japan. Uh, so we did it at like, God, I don't know. It was probably like two in the morning, three in the morning, just so that way it would be like normal time, like afternoon for him. So I did it like super, like after like one night, I just stayed up late and uh, I was very drunk from the open mic and kept drinking yeah. during the podcast. So like, I was just like, yeah, let's talk, let's do it. Let's keep going. Yeah, and like- we talked for like three and a half hours. Oh and I was God. like, I don't want to edit this. This is going to be a nightmare yeah, to go through this. Cause I'm like, I'm not putting out a three and a half hour episode of the podcast. I was like, I guess I could split it into two episodes. So I was just, I got it down like, <laughs> to like two hours. I don't know how I killed an hour and a half out of that conversation, but it was a nightmare. Wow. It was a great that conversation. Sounds- I didn't want to cut any of it, but I was like, no one's going to listen to this. It's too long. Yeah. That's like, yeah, you're like two and a half hours, three and a half hours about one or two episodes of the Simpsons. It's like, right. that's, you know, yeah, but some people stuff. now, someone would probably be like, I love that. I love this long I have long a form. lot of time. I have a yeah. lot of time. I'm It'll just, make them not uh, feel the way lonely. I listen It'll to podcasts like... now is just, it's, since I don't go to the office, I just drive around the block in my car because that's the only time I listen to podcasts. Oh. Is driving around, <laughs> you know, just circle the block, listen to the podcast for three and a half hours. <laughs> yes, just over and over again. And my neighbors will yeah. be like, he's lost it. He's just driven around this one block. <laughs> Does it, like I mean, Truman I Joe. know gas is cheap right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> I just literally had the thought, what if COVID-19 happened in the Truman Show? And then I was like, oh, they would have, they control that world. Yeah. They would have just like, <laughs> yeah. They would have fixed it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although, I don't know. Would they have let it run rampant for yeah, a while? Yeah, what if production that would have made good TV. Down. Like, yeah. 
Or they could have made up a fake one. And that would have like enhanced his fear. Okay, this is not a Simpson slash podcast. (laughs) Gotta get not distracted. But um, Uh, also one of my favorite visual jokes in the entire world that I think about all the time is from Tamako. It is Lisa shearing a rat. She thinks it's a lamb and then it goes down. And I so often... I wonder, I wish there was a tally of how many times I've thought of a little rat slicking back its hair and like yeah, looking real. Know, yeah, it's just this very like, <laughs> like smooth, you know, Michael like, Douglas kind yes. of silver fox haircut. Yeah, like that rat is like a flirt. You can tell like he yeah. is a very like confident. Yeah, character. that rat could get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that rat could get it. Um, there's so. a there's another good visual joke there uh, when Homer goes to buy stuff, buy seeds to plant, uh, and he goes to. Uh, Sneed's feed and seed, uh, <laughs> yes. and then under it says formerly, uh, formerly Chuck's, uh, yes. which a joke completely went over my head for years, uh, and it has become like a big meme within itself uh, in like Simpsons like shit posting groups and stuff like that online, uh, because like you know obviously so maybe not obviously but the joke is like Sneed's feed and seed and those all rhyme so it's formerly Chuck's so it's Chuck's fucking suck. Uh, is the joke me either yeah that was a thing that like it took years and then like these groups online like were posing and like people were like i don't get it and then like and i thought they were just like i was like yeah no there is no joke here it's just i thought just i I really was like the joke is that the chucks doesn't rhyme and the seeds does right (laughs) yeah chucks yeah chucks feed and seed and then i was like oh that's good right (laughs) but now it's i i mean unless that's not in the intention of the joke i don't know it would be wild if it was like that's it's gotta be the extra layer and that's the whole thing i guess yeah Yeah. like i haven't watched tons of simpsons episodes as an adult and i remember thinking i remember like saying to one of my friends who didn't like it when i was like 14 she's like it's just a bunch of dumb humor and i'm like no it's (laughs) dumb and smart humor layered together and like you can watch it and just get the dumb but then there's also like really dense deep levels of smart and i said that when i was 13 which i hope <laughs> 20 years ago i was much dumber than i am now and so i'm like oh yeah i should rewatch a lot of that because i was like no it's layered there's so much adult humor and i was yeah. like 13 or 14 being like i get the adult humor in this. <laughs> and i'm like no i don't <laughs> but you weren't wrong though i mean you were no you know, i was right about the concept right. but yeah. it's like <laughs> it's like i didn't understand the depth of it actually so i'm like it's, oh, yeah. um Oh, there's a really great line that was like very, it's kind of almost under her breath um, when uh, they get to the farmhouse, which first of all, the farm that Grandpa Simpson apparently used to own and Homer grew up on, which they've never mentioned in the 15 years that the show has been on the air at this point. Yes. <laughs> like, never mentioned that Homer's family owned a farm somewhere and yes. they just happened to be close by uh, <laughs> yeah. while they were trying to run away from the Southern gentleman. Um, <laughs> but they get in there and it's so run down and dilapidated and there's like, you know, grass grown through the floors and everything. And Bart says, I'll dig an outhouse. And Lisa says, I'll weed the floor, which weed the floor is very funny. But then Marge <laughs> says, I'll repress the rage that I'm feeling. <laughs> yes. And that is, I love that line so much. Cause like, I don't, I don't know what character I would say I identify with the most, but there's a lot oh. of times I identify with Marge and this kind of goes to what you and I were talking about, how like when we get in conversations with people and we're just like, we're stuck in there because we just don't have the like guts to be like, 
all right, fuck off. I am I need to go be somewhere else right now. Yes, uh, I hate and Marge this. like talking about repressing her rage about this situation and just going along with this whole yes. scheme is like very I can, very relatable to me and I, I imagine you as well. Oh, it's so it's so I literally it's so funny because I like took a little like a few little notes uh, when mm. I was watching the episode and as I was looking at my notes and I was like, oh, I want to bring this up. And you brought up that quote and I just have written in all caps, poor Marge. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably why yeah. you wrote that. Yeah. Yes. I heard her say that line and I'm like, because it is like, it's such a, like, he was the idiot that got them in the situation. Mm -hmm. Like, and then this like is the bad situation that they deal with because he continues to be an idiot. And so it's like, yeah, yeah Marge wasn't dueling anybody. She wasn't like no. out there causing trouble. <laughs> they just, just went to the movies. Yes, exactly. So it's just like, oh man, this is like, and even in the beginning of the episode, he gets like milk duds uh, filled to the top with hot butter. <laughs> yeah. And, oh yeah. And, spills yeah, it and on he's her. like talking to her and he's like spilling hot butter in her lap. And then yeah. it's like, and then it's like, be quiet. I'm trying to watch yeah. the movie or something. And, and I'm like, and then squirts ketchup on her. Uh, yes, like Zorro, like an yeah. H on a green wow. dress. He really, like, yes. he's never a great husband to, well, I don't want to oh, say never, come on. but he's often <laughs> a shitty husband. Uh, and, but wow, yeah. he's just back to back to back. This one, he was, one. I don't know if it's because I haven't watched many Simpsons episodes. I'm like, this one is uh, is really rough. Marge, like, yeah. I, I didn't realize as an adult woman, I would agree with Selma and Patty. Like, I would be like, she should yeah. leave him. <laughs> yeah. I feel like when I was younger, I was, like, rooting for them to mm -hmm. stay together because kids, I feel like, are very, like, pro that. And then I think as yeah. you get older, you're like, you know what? Happy marriages don't end in divorce. They should right? like <laughs> exactly. Like, and like well, also though, I will say earlier episodes like Homer's screw ups were like less like, yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna challenge everyone in town to a duel, and more like, you know, he lost his job because he, uh, you know, was depressed, and yeah, you know, like it's you know, it's Before like he it screwed like, up. Like it, it yeah. wasn't like look at these wacky shenanigans i mean there yeah. were some of that but yeah but it was more, now it's like yeah full-on wacky shenanigans i feel yeah. like all the time he's gotten mm -hmm. much worse that's the thing oh, is yeah. i feel like in the beginning he had much more heart and like yeah like he was mm -hmm. like a lovable goof but he was really really like in love with marge and yeah. now it's just like but i think it's because she's you know empowered him now for like 30 mm -hmm. years yeah. so it's, it's just and like and the fact worse. that he has been allowed to just do whatever he wants like when the moment that he can't grow crops, he's like, well, I'm going to go hang myself in the barn. Like, he's just yes. like, well, I just can't. The I want to do anything I want. And I always get away with it. And this yes. one time it doesn't work out for me. I'm like, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. When my shortcut doesn't work out for me immediately. Something that I noticed, a pattern that was in both of these episodes, mm -hmm. is Homer trying to kill himself. Yes. Marge trying to stop him. And Bart encouraging it. <laughs> yes i know it's it's not often i rarely like this was definitely the second episode is definitely a randomly chosen one as i tend to do uh, i didn't know if time, they were truly random or if you tried to are, match them up oh wow. they are truly random a lot of times they work together well and this is one of those situations i, I did for uh i have done it in the past uh i had you know sean dugas on and we talked about two treehouse of horror episodes because he wanted oh, gotcha. to talk about treehouse and uh and actually and hard with, to compare uh, a treehouse to another episode. exactly I mean, yeah. they're so good they're yeah so different like yeah 
Um, and then uh, Cole did uh, Flaming Moe's, and then there's another episode in like season 22 called Flaming Moe, where he turns his bar into a gay bar. Uh, ah. So they're very, they're almost the exact same episode, but different, you know. Yeah, yeah, different like expressions. Yeah. Of, so I was like, yeah. this would be fun to compare and contrast these two, especially with someone who owns a bar. Uh, so, but this oh, is yeah, truly random and it is, they really a lot of sim up. similarities there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, I mean, I guess that'd be a pretty decent segue to get into oh, yeah, we nailed the second it. episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it almost was planned. Um, a little too perfect. <laughs> yeah. And we can always bounce back and forth between the episodes. But uh, your randomly chosen episode was from season 19, episode 16, uh, Papa Don't Leech, uh, which this one, uh, it... I'll, let's see. Let me read the synopsis on Wikipedia real quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's from 2008. Uh, features the return of Lurleen Lumpkin, uh, voiced by Beverly D'Angelo. Um, and Lurleen first showed up in the third season episode, uh, Colonel Homer, where he, uh, Homer manages uh, Lurleen in her uh, country music career. Uh, she has the hots for Homer. Marge gets very upset about this, thinks that she's going to try and take Homer from her. Um, mm -hmm. which really she is know, letter <laughs> yeah and letter you know i mean he's yeah you know, letter not, we've already established he's not a great husband um but i feel that, like the worst thing for a wife to do in the, who is trapped in that horrible situation is like oh my dog shit husband then gets right. this amazing life because i made him that's true reasonable yeah. become but, this famous you know musician yeah. producer uh but yeah so she disappeared for like 16 years uh though she has popped into a few cameos uh and then the Dixie Chicks uh, also appear in this episode. Um, the real Dixie Chicks, the real which Dixie we were all Chicks. pleased by. Yeah. Um, another connection between the two episodes. We had uh, the B-52s in the previous one. We've got uh, Dixie mm -hmm. Chicks here, two actual music groups. Uh, yeah, so Lurleen, uh, the whole thing, it's very strange. I, I do, I, what I do like about this is it does follow that classic Simpsons formula of the first 30 seconds of the episode spark the whole thing snowball the whole plot of the episode yes but have nothing to do with it and are never re referenced for the rest of the episode oh yeah uh, yeah like lisa selling girl scout cookies basically you're like what? yeah yeah the whole <laughs> thing yeah lisa's selling girl scout cookies uh her the first place she goes to sell them to is the uh is the mayor who apparently lives at city hall yes. uh, <laughs> and he goes to pay for the cookies the vault of money is completely empty the town is completely flat broke they wasted all their money on a new slogan for springfield which was springfield mm -hmm. colon good that was <laughs> the whole new slogan that they spent all the money on <laughs> Um, so they're broke. So they have a, a town hall meeting uh, to discuss how to uh, uh, get money. Uh, Homer suggests faking a disaster and sealing the relief money from the federal government, which pretty good plan. Pretty good plan. Decent uh, plan. <laughs> yeah. So they do it. And mm -hmm. um, and turns out they get swindled by a fake FEMA director. Uh, he steals twenty five hundred dollars from them, which he <laughs> said was for to to uh, file the paperwork for their uh, ten million dollars of relief money. Um, which Oof. very funny. Only ten million dollars to completely rebuild a city. That's very funny. Springfield uh, is a simple town. Yeah, very small. <laughs> But I love that, like, 
they give the $2,500. Like, this guy swindled them out of $2,500, but now they're, like, even more broke because they gave him $2,500. They didn't have. Yeah. Who knows how they paid that? I guess they yeah. just pulled their own individual money together. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. But they're, like, everyone in town, definitely. It Like, I love, too, like, as far as it being, I feel like with the first episode, we had the, like, Pepsi commercial foreshadowing. Mm. And, like, this was such a perfect thing of, like, the mayor stole all the town's money and like swindled like like the money's gone mm-hmm. because yes. of these rich people mishandling it and then the thing on the marquee of the meeting was like hospitals or firemen you decide <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i'm like yeah. it is such of the same thing now where everybody's like well you can't let these people suffer mm-hmm. we're all in this together and you're like but what about like the richest people couldn't right. they just yeah. like i mean it's very yeah it breaks and then it's like and even when he looks at the list of who to like when they decide they have to all pay back taxes and he oh, skips yeah. this, over yeah. mr burns and then he stops before mayor quimby and he's yes. just like everyone else really yeah needs everyone to. from who was it i forget what it was it was uh um, it was uh oh my gosh someone like, to millhouse it was like mo to millhouse or something <laughs> yes. like that yeah <laughs> just everyone and then yeah so in that um lurleen lumpkin uh she apparently owes fifty thousand dollars in back taxes uh so that's so they're trying to get money from her uh, I don't know why her and not everyone else, but uh, no, everyone else chipped in already. Oh, that's and right. She was yes. the only one left, the only obviously, one. She other was... than like Mr. Burns and, and right. But everyone, you know, who should pay their taxes? Yes, <laughs> it's not everyone the rich who, people, you know, uh, and the, and the uh, elected officials. Yes. Um, and uh, so Lurleen, uh, the judge orders her to pay a hundred dollars a week, uh, which reasonable uh i guess oh yeah uh, to have to pay um i, owe, so she... I truly do owe back taxes like i'm a celebrity and yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm bad at being 1099 only and i pay a hundred dollars a month so i mean a hundred dollars a week for you oh, know that's okay yeah so yeah. it's like very real that's actually really good to know because i haven't done my taxes for 2019 yet uh mostly because they gave us that extension to june oh, yeah. or july or whatever july i'm going to be yeah. doing them on the new deadline in a pandemic, oh yeah like absolutely. i always do <laughs> and this is my first time filing where I am going to be a hundred percent ten ninety nine. Yeah, it hurts. Uh, so I know Oof. I'm gonna owe a lot. So I'm <laughs> yes. putting it off because I'm like, well, maybe they'll just never ask me for it. You know, <laughs> yes. if I just don't do it. But what I, I kind of want to do it just to find. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, absolutely. If anyone is known for forgetting stuff, it's the IRS. They, oh yeah, yeah. They, they just, let you off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're during, known for being chill. Yeah. Well, well, pandemic. They're like. You get an extra couple months. That's you know, yes. <laughs> not yes. even like we'll forgive you. It's yeah, it's yeah. like I kind of want to do it just to uh, just to find out how much I owe. Because yeah, but like, like right now I'm in this like shortages thing where it's like <laughs> I don't owe any taxes because I don't know how much I owe. So yes. technically I don't know anything, but I also owe a lot. So it's so <laughs> it's yeah. It reminds me of uh, so much of a joke of Jerry Seinfeld's that I love, where he's like, "Why do they give people the bill at the end of the meal?" They're not hungry then. Like yeah. when you go to a restaurant and I feel that oh, that way about like the money that I've earned where I'm like, I'm like, how did I have all this? I obviously yeah. know this percentage. That money's gone. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, yeah, it is insane though. Like yeah. I, I should have been saving it, but also I don't know how I would have paid my bills if I had been like putting 
tax exactly. money aside. <laughs> like, so we can really identify with Lurleen. Like, yes, absolutely. We are just like her. <laughs> we are. We are. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so she starts working at Moe's uh, to try and earn money. A uh, very common thing uh, when you are an artist is you become a waitress. That's, you know, mm-hmm. this follows, this is true to life. Um, yeah, yeah, and and you know if Simpsons is anything, it's it's accurate, and that's this is one of those <laughs> rare occasions where it actually is. Um, so we find out that her uh, oh Marge obviously still upset about Lurleen. Homer brings her to of live with course. them, uh, and yeah, you know she's not you know her fears aren't wrong. Um, it does say a lot though that she is afraid uh, of losing Homer to her because that shows that Homer. She doesn't have a lot of trust and faith in Homer, you know? Like yeah, they've been together a long time. Yeah. Like, I totally get her not being a fan of Lurleen being around because she's going to be flirting and hitting on and trying to yeah. trying to get Homer. But also, there's definitely a lack of trust uh, with Homer there. Because, uh, you know, it's not I, I it's feel not like it's fault, like you know? a classic. This is like a classic Jolene situation. I don't even think it's like, like why her name is Lurleen probably like the idea of like it's not even that marge is like homer's so bad marge is so insecure herself that she's like yeah you know you know lurleen could easily take my man and i gotta like make sure she doesn't it says Where a lot about like, herself too yeah yeah and that she's yeah it's uh it's totally a, a little jolene simpsons episode which, yeah yeah the jolene song is always so sad to me because it's like this right. lady's like please don't take him and especially <laughs> i mean that's kind of where the episode kind of goes uh she is uh singing this very sad song excuse me singing this very sad song and uh turns out it's uh about her father and how he Mm -hmm. left uh when she was a child and marge is like oh that's why she's always writing all these sad songs uh you know i need to find her dad and maybe if they're back together then she'll be happy and not try to steal my husband anymore get her out of my house uh so she finds her dad um and uh and he you know she brings her uh lorleen and her father kind of reunite uh Mm -hmm. there's a great line said by her dad uh uh, can you forgive me the way i immediately forgave myself that is so good it's it's another one of those lines similar to the i'll repress the rage i'm feeling uh line from the previous episode where it's like it's one of those things that like Real people don't say stuff like that out loud, but it is absolutely how people feel on the inside when they're oh, in yeah. situations. And that I love is, how they yeah. just surface that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, can you give me the same forgiveness I had no problem achieving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I got over it very easily. Do you think you could do that? <laughs> like, um, <laughs> Yes. Then, and I love Marge, so I feel like really shines in this episode as far as, yes. far as like poor Marge. She's like, mm-hmm. she deals with like, you know, not having this woman where she like, is like, you have to get out of my house and then realizes she's homeless. She takes her in. Right. She finds her dad. She like talks to her about self-esteem. Like she mm-hmm. like comes, she dresses up in a cowboy outfit to tell her yeah. to like believe in herself. So right. I like, even though there's like a good amount of, uh, you know, that silly like competitiveness between women, between Lurleen and Marge. I like that mm-hmm. in the end, Marge is like, you know, being being like supportive is more important than yeah than that. And she even the the line that really got to me, she goes, 
you're not a doormat, you're a door prize. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a really great lie. I, I know. Would, I would love someone to tell me that if I was I ever feeling down. <laughs> I, I love it. I like wrote it down to be like, that's going on a Valentine to someone. <laughs> Uh, and then shortly after that is the suicide axe. Uh, yes. Why Homer wants to kill himself, but he's Truly like, a Bart, small fetch obstacle me. would be my yeah, guess. something, yeah, something <laughs> inconsequential. He calls for a suicide axe. March uh, says no. Bart brings Bart's the one who brings in the suicide axe. So, like you said, Bart yes. encouraging like, Homer and his suicide. Oh. Uh, I think that Homer finds out that he could have been a deadbeat dad this whole time. Oh, and, right. And yeah. that, then he so has that's hair. a thing throughout <laughs> this whole episode. I forgot about that. Homer is overtly talking about how he would love to be able to just like get rid of his entire family and yes, like, be a deadbeat dad. like when he finds it march tells yeah march tells him uh that uh the reason lurleen is sad is because her her dad left uh you know and he's a deadbeat dad and homer was like how could a father do that and by like, that i mean how how what methods did he use to yes. do that and how could i do that what would he have done <laughs> which is so funny because i do think overall his family i was thinking about if he did leave and i feel like after i feel like marge would end up marrying ned flanders and it would be like Ooh, five yeah i think so or at least yeah. it would I hate mean, it but i think overall it would be you know or she would find something definitely someone better some, than that but i feel like he there's lost been some his episodes wife. where there's he, you know that homer left like i feel like yeah i think yeah I think yeah you're right because like, i mean they, they all would have probably been better off Probably, probably. <laughs> Homer should have run off with either Lurleen or, uh, you know, one of his Vegas wives. Uh, yeah, and, exactly. You know, um, Just stayed in Vegas. Uh, the Dixie Chicks, as we mentioned, are in this episode, and they're the song so basically they steal the song that lurleen was uh had just written well actually they didn't steal uh lurleen writes this yes. song uh, about uh getting along with her father again even though she thought he was mm -hmm. you know an asshole and daddy's back and i'm feeling like a daughter again yes and it's a very <laughs> catchy song the whole family comes in with rhyming lines Grandpa Simpson mm -hmm. that shows felt up very late. classic Simpsons to <laughs> that me. was that like yeah. whole little rhyme fest I'm like oh mm -hmm. this feels nice <laughs> it was um reminiscent of the uh Apu episode where Apu yes. gets fired from the quickie mart and they have the whole who needs the quickie along. mart exactly yeah. yes let's hurl a bricky mart and yeah. all those forced rhymes uh yes. which they do here and it's a fun catchy song and uh then the dad bails and uh gives the song to the Dixie chicks, but rewrites it for uh, America is back instead of my daddy's back. Yeah. Uh, and also and to have it's, the Dixie chicks do that. I'm so glad it was actually so them. funny. Yeah, I know it's, it was so good. Cause it's, it references their whole, like, you know, fuck George Bush thing that they did, yes. uh, which like, was, you know, for country music stars, uh, especially at that time was a very brave and controversial thing to do. And, and they literally I mean, I think, just to this yeah. day they're still like suffering the repercussions of that yeah i do feel like it's a uh, something that's like been a stigma on them forever like even like yeah it was like truly just whether it was like a big deal that they like came and performed on the country music awards again and every right. so the fact that they just like i love i think the thing that i love the most when celebrities are actually in episodes is when they're like really making fun of themselves yes, and being yes. like and playing awful people like so mm -hmm. they're like 
these sellout characters that are so funny that it's just yeah. they're like they're it's like so, yeah they're like well hey we need money and yes. uh, so yay america i know they're like the freedom of speech needs to be curtailed and they have like <laughs> yeah. a sexy ass uncle sam like grinding on stage and then when he's like have he's trying to then have them rewrite the song again for a, just mm-hmm. a straight up chevy commercial oh, right. and and they're like i don't know just changing our song like that just for a commercial it feels kind of like selling out what's in it for us and he's like oh or why would we do what's our motivation to do that and he's like a lot of money and they're like money money we love money yeah let's do it and i just like it's such a beautiful like 20 second depiction of a selling out happening yeah. <laughs> it's, and it, it's, it's so good because at this point this is 2008 so when was that that they i guess it was what it was right around 9 11 right that yeah they, i that feel like it was because it was it was like dealing with like the patriot act and everything right. else and so i feel so, like it was i mean this was only seven years which i mean you know i guess in the entertainment industry is like you know an eternity but like yeah, yeah about <laughs> six seven years after that happened like they're coming out and they're like making jokes about it which like i i love i mean i wouldn't expect anything less from them you know given you know who they are and how they've always kind of carried themselves uh but it's I don't know. I really, really liked that. I had never seen this episode, and I really liked when they started off with the, like, we've said some things in the past, and we regret them, yes. but we love America now. And I was like, this rules. This is so yes, funny. It's, it's so... very clearly something they would never do. Yes. It's so I know. It's so beautiful Like that they're like, hey, listen, we, we don't All believe broke. in freedom of speech anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah. And not even like we're broke. It's like we want to be mega rich again. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. go not, ahead. Yeah, not even like we need jobs. It's just yeah, we want yeah, to have it's like, be the biggest stars. Yeah, yeah. There's a brilliant joke by Maria Bamford in her album. Ask me about my new God. That she talks about how like she's like sometimes people will give you a little bit of money and you can so they can influence a little bit what you say and sometimes people will give you a big sack of money to say exactly what they want <laughs> and she was like and i took that big sack of money i think she was, she was like talking about how she used to do commercials for target yeah <laughs> and like, she's like and i took it i took that big sack of money yeah i mean like, look i would do a target commercial in a oh, heartbeat right now yeah i would do I mean, really, there's not too many products I wouldn't endorse. I would, you hear yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out there in podcast land, <laughs> there's not too many products I wouldn't endorse. Uh, I mean, I maybe. I like a podcast land where sponsors just shop around for <laughs> yeah. podcasts. They're just walking around putting in headphones for random yes. podcasts. <laughs> With like little grocery baskets. So they're like, I'll take this one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I have these uh, mail order underwear uh, that yes. I have that <laughs> think. Yes. Uh, man, I'm trying to think what product I wouldn't endorse. I mean, I, I guess like, some like sort a, of weird, like a like, Trump University. Yeah. <laughs> like, anything yeah. like, like an like Trump that. or a, uh, anything of that family or like. Because like, I'm not a big gun person, but I would maybe do a gun commercial. <laughs> I think I would do it. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't I think I could, NR- I, could, oh, I, I could forgive that level of my morals and just. <laughs> maybe a specific gun. Probably not. Like a hunting so, gun, you know? Oh, like a like, rifle. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I something somebody like would use to get food for themselves or for sport even you know yeah 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 shoot yeah. some ski or protection you know uh, or you know what maybe you don't have a lot of money and you need to get it out of a bank fast you know like that yeah. kind of gun I, I would endorse that too i think i also just love that this immediately went from like i don't know if i would sell out to you pitching a gun 
Hey, specifically deep cut Simpsons fans, do you yeah. need a gun? <laughs> Look, we've already established I'm going to owe a lot of money in taxes. So if I can get that money by hawking guns on my low listen to podcast. You know, the NRA has enough money that I feel like it would make that happen. I think so. You know, look, they're like, we we need to target a lot of lonely men with a lot of time on their hands. (laughs) We did an episode of The Simpsons that talk shit about big tobacco and we didn't talk shit about big tobacco i'm ready to get sponsored by big tobacco yes. right now yeah, we even brought up big tobacco yes. and we're like mm, do you mean refreshing nicotine let's move mm-hmm. on I, <laughs> yum, look, yum. a a deadly respiratory virus is plaguing the entire globe <laughs> and i'm still smoking cigarettes so i <laughs> if anyone's going to uh to get endorsed yeah it's gonna be me for as long as i have left <laughs> which might not be long who knows <laughs> oh man yeah so after you're very rich and you also sell out you can do mm-hmm. just like tons of just all the simpsons episodes that talk about nicotine you'll be on yeah, them absolutely and it'll be There's- that specific there's plenty. And honestly, then I could just branch out into like other TV shows, like the episode of uh, King of the Hill, where he makes Bobby smoke an entire carton of cigarettes because he catches them yes. smoking. Just do all of those classic Cartoons episodes. And cigarettes. Exactly. <laughs> Daffy yes. Duck smoking 80 cigarettes at once. That kind which of is, thing. it reminds me of the line I loved in the. T- uh, the tobacco episode which is uh what was it kids are crazy about tobacco but the government won't let us sell it to them <laughs> yeah, but there's no law against tobacco <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so that would be your oh, that... cartoon and cigarettes podcast yes like, kids are crazy about it. <laughs> also that that reminds me there was another good line in there too kind of along that same vein uh where bart is eating the tobacco uh tomato thing oh yes and, and marge is like well i'm not crazy about the plutonium or the nicotine uh but bart's eating his vegetables so <laughs> yes and then <laughs> like, when love, Bart, like, like not crazy about the yes. plutonium or the nicotine, <laughs> or the nicotine. Like, yes yeah or the plutonium <laughs> or the nicotine and like when the little detail of when bart crushes half of a tomato on the ground like a cigarette butt oh yeah like, just throws truly... it and then immediately bites another one just <laughs> yes. like chain eating yes it's so tobacco. The, I know. I feel like I was I was really like happy that the second episode was a good one because I was mm-hmm. worried that I was going to watch a random newer one and it was going to make me yeah. sad because I didn't like it. Yeah, and it I really like it was one. like a very solid felt like very, you know, good classic formula in the vibe because the first one, I just was like, they're so dense with jokes like they like take yeah. they, they'll like hide a whole joke in just like a little second or like mm-hmm. the credits at the end of Zorro. There was like James yes. Earl Jones was like the voice mm-hmm. of a taco or something. It was just <laughs> yeah. like, I saw that. There were some I, really good ones in there. I know. Where I was like, oh, I can like pause it now and read these. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The visual jokes and like just the joke density. Uh, but, uh, yeah. The second one like had it was, you know what it is? And, or I don't know if this is exactly what it was, but this is the second episode was season 19, which was the last season that was in standard definition before they went to HD 16 by 9, where the art looks different, and I think the lighting was different. This was, like, arguably the last, like, I don't want to say golden season of The Simpsons, because, I mean, that was a little bit earlier. But, like, in terms of, like, the classic art style and stuff, this was the last one. So they might 
explain and going back bringing back a character from season three and kind of doing a yeah. episode like they kind of had to fall in that same world and universe that was already built so yeah i, I love and it, it did like the classic beautiful simpsons misdirect where it didn't even start with lisa selling cookies it started oh, that's with right. homer being in a dream about getting in a car accident with his dad and yeah and then killing (laughs) yes yes yeah that was so the whole car accident and like them falling off the cliff several times at the very beginning truly passable as a real canon thing that happened in the episode and uh and then surviving, it was fine. But like when Homer was like, oh, and the grandpa was like, oh, I'm going to have to live with you until the day I die. And all yes. this. And Homer's like, well, I don't. So he doesn't call 911 and then smothers Grandpa Simpson until he dies. And then he wakes up. And I love that he wakes up, though, in the car, driving the car yes. with Lisa. Yes. <laughs> and then when he drives away from driving her off, he just falls asleep immediately. <laughs> yeah. Just sleeping would- while driving. I was just also so relieved because when the episode started, I know every once in a while they'll like kill off a character. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to have Grandpa Abe die right now. <laughs> I was like, I can't deal with yeah. this being the episode. I like that's I feel like when you randomly think about a celebrity you haven't seen in a long time mm-hmm. and then you look it up and they're like, they died. And you're like, yeah. I didn't need to know they died a horrific death. Yeah. It's like when someone's trending on Twitter, you're like, yes. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. They either <laughs> assaulted a woman or they died. Yes. Like, that's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. very rarely is it like they're it's doing their great birthday. everyone's yeah. just real excited for them yeah <laughs> like, like they just got this lifetime achievement award yeah very I was rarely hearing, i was hearing a lot about missy elliott recently and, and i she just gotten this like major award and i was like oh thank god, oh, thank god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw uh little richard died today what yeah i'm sorry i just broke that news to you <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> on the podcast yeah i don't know what happened i don't know podcast. He was 75. I don't know if it was okay. just age or coronavirus, Aww, but Richard. yeah, oh, I know. I uh, was, I've been thinking about him recently. I, one of my favorite history. So books it's your I've, fault. <laughs> so it's my fault. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I have a really terrible book memory. Like I'll read a book and forget everything that's happened in it. And I can reread it and be like, wow, what's next? <laughs> like I'm truly an idiot when it comes to like retention of, of things I've read. So like, I read this incredible book called Stranger Than, I think it's Stranger Than We Can Imagine. And it's like mm. a historical book about like the different, it's it's a really great history book because it like overlaps things happening and shows what the culture is doing at that time rather than just being like, remember these dates and this timeline. It like explores themes and what was going on. And so like one of the imagery things that I remember from that is that little Richard at a concert, he had an outdoor concert the same night Sputnik went up. And he saw Sputnik in the sky and like stopped his concert for a second and was like, what was that? (laughs) And like, it's just like a thing from history where I'm like, okay, so like those things happened at the same time. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) So yeah, you you have a frame of reference. (laughs) Yeah. So I didn't know. So when I was real little, I didn't know who Little Richard was, but on the show Family Matters, uh, Aunt Rachel's son they called little Richie. And so there was like some like benefit concert that was going to be on like ABC or something like that for, I don't know who knows what. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, some sort of like, you know, feed the world kind of thing. And the advertisement said, uh, you know, it was like, and little Richard. And I was like, 
why is the kid from Family Matters going to be on this big benefit concert? And I just didn't get it. And then, like, I think my parents, like, I was like, why? And, like, I think I said something. And my mom was like, no, Little Richard, he's a, he's a musician, not Little Richie. From the kid Family from Family Matters, Matters is <laughs> yeah. called that because of the musician. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's a reference. I didn't get. I just thought. Oh, I thought that's he was so the first. funny. To be like, one. it's yeah. okay. So it's all these famous musicians and this character from <laughs> yes. Family Matters. Just the kid from you know the later seasons of Family Matters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like, on this, Urkel plays the spoons, and you're like, Wait, why? Is he all right. Urkel? <laughs> and the daughter who disappeared halfway through the show, yes. she's back. Yes. Just all part of this benefit concert. We have all these characters that you love from Family Matters. <laughs> yeah, it's just Family Matters. That's the name of the benefit. It's Family Matters. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's reuniting families. families. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's the benefit for families in general. Yeah, just the I... concept of a family. We mm-hmm. any of them. Just, yeah, all of we them. Love it. Good, bad, you know. Uh, one parent to you know that stuff has been so acting as moms oh wait i froze okay there we go i uh that stuff has been so like co-opted by conservative groups i feel like of like mm-hmm. family yeah that, family like, first I truly... which is just like no gay people, yeah and like, like yeah family first and then focus on the family was like yeah. a weird one that we saw on tv all the time and then like mm-hmm. so it's so funny that we just made up a benefit called family matters <laughs> and i already didn't trust it i was like no I'm yeah no <laughs> even though we invented it i'm like they're yeah. trying to trick us <laughs> oh man <laughs> so yeah that is a but we'll know we'll have that benefit it'll be sponsored yeah. by big big tobacco your new sponsor. <laughs> big tobacco and uh <laughs> Uh, Taco Bell and guns, just <laughs> general guns. guns. My three sponsors are guns. Yeah. Taco it's Bell. It's just a lot of just general concepts of things sponsor my show. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. no specific things, just the concept of family, the idea of a gun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just the idea of a gun. <laughs> the idea of a gun. Actually, you know what? I should rename the episode, uh, rename the show. Instead of blurs of times, it's the idea of a gun. That's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I'd, I'd, I'd yeah. listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> you probably would get a lot more subscribers. I know. Yeah. I don't know if they're. I don't exact- know that you'd like them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they would like me. I think. No. <laughs> probably like, not. Well, now we understand the idea of a gun because I would love to murder. <laughs> this man <laughs> this man with no no real apparently no morals he, he just turned on a dime for guns for like i'm for pro gun but i don't like how money. easily yes. he gave up his morals yes i don't like that he turned that quickly That's like... <laughs> i can't trust someone like that exactly uh. oh wait oh i think before i forget to say about the yeah. second episode that i love so much is when everyone's going after lurleen and the town's looking for her they say something about how everyone's just trying to find her because they love to tear down someone they once admired. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that's like so, so beautiful that's, and on point as far as like yeah. people's relationships with celebrities. <laughs> mm-hmm. Both of these episodes uh, did good jobs of those like um, encapsulating ideas and emotions that people typically have, but like spelling them out, but making it funny, but also like, oh, man, yeah, we are like that. <laughs> yeah 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 the like when lisa's like no this is a horrible company like they make millions of dollars off the suffering of others and then marge is like right we should take them to the clean <laughs> yeah we should take all of their money then <laughs> and 
And then like, and I mean, like, on no, the surface, like, I get right. that. That makes sense. We should take their money because then they'll have less of it to do the <laughs> <Yes>. bad things. <laughs> I just love that. Like her, like, like Lisa's trying to be noble again. And that everyone's like, oh, she's right. She does. It reminds me of that yeah. episode where she tells Mr. Burns about how six pack, like the plastic six pack rings catch oh, right. fish in them. Mm-hmm. And then he makes an entire like giant net of them to catch dolphins. Yes. So he can make <laughs> yeah. a dolphin slurry. Yes. Yeah. We actually, uh, the old man and the Lisa, uh, did that on this podcast with, uh, Rivers Langley. Uh, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. 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 yeah it's just like, so often we're like, and it is like, again, what happens in society all the time, like the co-op, opting of a good pure idea right. it's then repackaged and sold is this like monstrous thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm well, just like yeah that's happening all the uh, time you were talking about not uh you know not trusting uh these groups and then also like uh, you know march taking money from the big tobacco companies but it's funny because uh campaigns like truth and all these anti-smoking campaigns are almost wholly funded by tobacco taxes from state and federal tobacco sales. Wow. Uh, Cause that's a thing where, uh, that's so that's wild. Like, yeah. Of one of these like big tobacco settlements, like years ago, they have to pay like X amount of dollars to anti-smoking campaigns. So, uh, but like a lot of it is also funded by taxes. So like by buying cigarettes, you are funding these campaigns that otherwise wouldn't exist if people didn't smoke and also wouldn't exist because they're, you know, very much subsidized by tobacco sales taxes. Wow. Yeah. So it's this like snake eating its own tail kind of thing where it's like, you know, well, do they actually want us to stop smoking? Cause then their whole thing wouldn't exist. Like it's a yeah, very, and, and that's like jobs. Those are like right. Exactly. So it's and like, actors and producers. we need a balance and, like, of people smoking kind of, so that way this exists, but not smoking so much that they're dying. So we just, you know, maybe have that a- would be like, some of your comedy door sales have to go to hecklers that are paying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. if you're big tobacco that you're like to have this show happen like you're making a lot of money from comedy so you need to pay people to scream at you the whole time and say <laughs> yes. that you're bad and you're like well i guess if someone I is gonna drop to a comedy, glass right on your punch line yes. and, <laughs> and the, the hecklers are like ring. i hate her but you know the money's good so. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man, what yeah. a what a conundrum. I know. What a what a weird world. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh boy, that is another thing where you're just like, yeah, yeah of course that's the way it happens. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. I do like that they're like, no, we'll fund it. We just like like we're cool with cigarettes. We just want you to think that we want to say out loud. I feel like that's like like those house parties where they had like drinking only 21 plus just like written on a mm-hmm. wall somewhere and yeah. they're like, "See there, I did it." I did like I'm I'm not in trouble now because I have this sign up somewhere and then yeah. they just like don't care where it's no. like I, I want you to know officially on the record I spoke out against this <laughs> and I'm but gonna have 17 otherwise <laughs> yeah like die of alcohol poisoning yeah <laughs> like a yeah. lot of male feminists you know they yeah, make yeah, those yeah, positive exactly. tweets ooh. and then do horrible things yes on paper ooh yeah what a what a stud what yeah. a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I should like, say uh, self-described male feminist because I mean, not everyone who is a no, man I'm, I'm not supports saying, like, feminism. 
but generally the ones who are like i am yeah pro-gun anti-feminist yeah yeah this this podcast took a real turd uh somehow it's a right-wing podcast you agree that men shouldn't be feminists yeah and i'm like wait a minute i'm gonna edit the crap out of this and it's just i'm gonna destroy your entire career I was career thinking at of, this thing that none of us can do anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. My thriving career. My, <laughs> oh, no. My friend's podcast career. That I'm <laughs> I'll be blackballed from the podcast market. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm glad I was your last pure and good episode before you went totally <laughs> right, corrupt. <yeah>. I know. <laughs> I, well, the next one will be sponsored by Smith & Wesson and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, a single cigarette <laughs> <laughs> with tits on it. It's like a sexy oh, yeah. cigarette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like this, not like your wife. This doesn't talk. <laughs> Changing the theme music to just Chris Brown and, uh, you know, <laughs> trying to think of another horrible person. Uh, <laughs> oh, I found out uh, that Marilyn Manson is quite bad recently. Oh so, man. Yeah. Isn't that a bummer? You told yeah, me about little Richard I died. Thought. I had to break that to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to ruin somebody yeah sorry it's only fair man i mean part of me is like not surprised but part of me is surprised because i always kind of like i don't know people like gave him shit and like i was like oh he's actually yeah, and not I defended as bad him. as like, everyone not- yeah i still agree that he like didn't cause school shootings but yes, i feel definitely. like <laughs> but he did like uh he was like a very abusive partner to many women Ooh, okay. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. They're actually uh, trying to change Rose, some. Is this uh, something that Rose McGowan has talked about? Uh, like, not didn't Rose they McGowan, like? They dated, but she's but been like um, big in some others. I'm so. trying to think of the name of the woman. She's the one in Westworld. She plays Doris, and she's in a bunch oh, of other things. Okay. She's she's actually trying to get California legislation changed. Because she has like video evidence, but because mm-hmm. her statute of limitations is up, because it was when she was really young, uh, mm-hmm. they and so she's like literally working to get the legislation changed, and she's like, I know this wouldn't even necessarily apply to my case, right? But I like know that other but just women so that have way the in the same future, hurdle, yeah. I don't want them to face it. Yeah, that like oh, that like damn. more more evidence comes up past the statute, and they can't use it to prove that this person yeah. did these things because she has like straight up video evidence and Holy she doesn't shit. name him in it but everyone mm-hmm. like works out the timeline and they're like it's, yeah yeah and so you can, it's hard to blur out uh white face paint and uh <laughs> like weird, it's a yeah he's weird an cup obvious, crotch uh <laughs> yeah 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 it's like that's not gonna be another person yeah. so Maybe. yeah this podcast turned really sad just now <laughs> I'm, talking about horrible abuse. I'm so sorry everyone no it's all right um, uh, is... well um do you have anything fun to promote uh Ooh, um i i'll promote because i think this will still be going on uh nola tip it's uh so you can go on there i think it's fun to do it as you have drinks at your house mm-hmm. but anytime even just when you're you know just staring off into the middle distance and eating mac and cheese <laughs> you don't have to be drinking um you can go at to nolatipparty.com and that and you can tip a new orleans bartender with their venmo and you can also search around by bar so just like and it feels so good i didn't like realize like there's a a lot of people are really cynical and are like no one does something good just out of the yeah. kindness of their hearts. Like they want the satisfaction of doing something. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Like, it, <laughs> like I, I feel yeah. a bartender and I feel really good. And I'm yeah, not, and I do I, good I, things so I can feel good. Yes. Like. <laughs> so 
So it's a little bit of nice instant satisfaction because it's like, you know, it's going directly to someone who has probably yeah. served you or someone else a drink before. Yeah. And, made and it's you great feel that it's all their really like personal Venmos and stuff like that. So like, yes, you don't have to worry it's, about like facilitating it. Yes. And nobody has to question like, well, where's where this yes. money really going? It's I'm like not you're gonna sending like it direct Mayor to them. Quimby on them and suddenly <laughs> be like, right. I've embezzled all the bartenders. <laughs> I know that's, I wanted to make it, one, I'm just not an organizer of donations and grants. Yeah. I've never done it before. So I wanted to make it really direct because I'm like, I don't want people to think like, I don't want, I would need total transparency to donate mm -hmm. something like that. And I'm like, it's so much easier just to like, yeah. And you would need like up. some sort of account and all this. Yeah. It would I'm be sure a whole thing. Some legal thing. Exactly. That would probably have to. So it's really easy. Cause you can just pick a bartender you like, and then just find their Venmo and, and throw them some cash. So I would say that's, that's what I'll promote for now. Cause everything else is meaningless. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Twitter handle and, oh, uh, yay, Laura Sanders. Yay, Laura Sanders. Um, all right. Well, do Jeff, you have anything else to add? I'm really proud of us. Any other celebrities to ruin? <laughs> we only got into a few sad stories before yeah. we realized we'd been talking too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're pretty good. We're at like an hour and 18 minutes, which is, uh. Like, I think a sweet spot. It's like comedy shows. Like an hour 15, I think, yes. is like, that's the sweet spot on a show. Anything longer, people get bored. Exactly. Okay, so we have to and, stop right now. Yes, this is it. <laughs> 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 right. Laura, Thanks thank so you so much, much for going with us. This was a lot of fun. Uh, All right, I will make sure see you probably you've, yeah, around. <laughs> probably around, around the Zooms. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. See you there. So, uh, <laughs> follow follow laura online and uh and thank you guys for listening thank you to dankmas for the theme music and uh follow us at blurst underscore of times i need a better handle than that uh <laughs> 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 but uh thanks laura thanks so much sorry mr bird <laughs> <laughs>